in front of an absurd crowd, Pitt takes down Syracuse in convincing fashion. Let's talk about this game and why it just encapsulates everything right about this season. It's coming up today on this episode of Locked on Pitt. You are Locked on Pitt, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast. Everybody, as always, I'm your host, Nick Fairbaugh. And so much to talk about today on this episode of the podcast because that game at the peak. Folks, good luck if you find as an electric a game as this. This game wasn't just electric. This game was everything you wanted about this season, from this season, and it culminated right here with the comments Jim Behan made and everything. Man, it just felt like the olden days. It really did. Um, and that you can only be eternally grateful for when we watch games like this. This is truly a special game. And Pete continues to be a special group. And that's what I want to just talk about to start off today, man. Like, what a game this was. Just right out of the gate from an atmosphere perspective alone. The Oakland Zoo wasn't just great. It was all-time great. They brought everything they needed to to the game and more. This game was awesome. And Pitt was awesome in this one. It just, everything about it came together and, and made truly a phenomenal, phenomenal game. And so, you look at what Pitt did in this one, man. And, and the basketball aside, you know, they played well, and I think there's a lot to take away from, but the energy, the buzz around this program, man, the, like, it's back. It's back. And I don't know if that's sunken in for everybody as yet, but the Pete's back, and Pitt has that. And so they've got that buzz again, and they've got the city of Pittsburgh talking about them. You see on all the big talk shows this week, we're talking Pitt basketball, man. It's plastered everywhere. You see the talk of everybody, oh, I'm getting season tickets next year because I got to be there. We're building something here. I mean, this is something that you just don't see without this season, without this palpable buzz, without something to draw from. And boy, is there a lot to draw from. This season just continues to be awesome. And really, that's that's all you can ask for. You can ask for an NCAA tournament bid, and I know everybody wants that. It looks like... It's pretty close to getting that locked up if they're not already locked up. And this group continues to make strides in the best ways possible. They just get better and they learn from their mistakes. And when they falter, it isn't for long. You know, they lose that Virginia Tech game. It could have gone off the rails, but no. Reset, boom, right back into action. 
had a few rough rough halves here in recent memory, but it's okay. Everything happens sometimes where you, you know, basketball is such an up and down game from day to day, from game to game, and it can be tough for Pitt to fully do that and keep consistency. But the old man squad are older than the Oklahoma City Thunder starting five, right? Well, they don't care. They don't care, and this group loves playing with one another. And I mean that because look at the Aiden Fish bucket. And, you know, it didn't matter to the game, right? That game was over. Pitt had won it. Everything was okay. But the thing that made special was how his teammates embraced him after that. They mobbed him. They came to him and just showed their love for him. I mean, that was special stuff, man. That was something special. And let's not take that for granted. You don't see moments like that. That's one of my favorite moments I've ever witnessed at the Peterson Event Center. I've seen a lot of good ones. This team is one of my favorite teams I've ever seen come through the Peterson Event Center. Are they as good as some of the great teams that I saw under Jamie Dixon? Absolutely not. But this group and what they mean to this program, with where this program was, man, and the depth for Depths from which they are climbing, it means a lot. It means a lot to this group. And so you can tell they they wear that jersey with pride. They play with each other with pride. They love playing for each other and with each other. And I love that about this team because it's one of the things that hasn't always been there. It's been one of the questionable things with this team over the years. The chemistry part, they've had talent, right? Especially under Jeff Capel, the talent has been there. And other guys have gone and left the program, have gone to NCAA tournament teams. They've had building blocks. But was the chemistry there? And it wasn't always there. And it's so there. And you saw the way they embraced Aiden Fish. And it was just heartwarming to see. A guy that went from walk, you know, team manager to walk on scholarship player to get those points, man. I mean, it was a special moment. It was a cap that just put the perfect feather on everything. It was awesome. This game was awesome. And, and rightfully so, everybody should be excited about where Pitt's going because this team loves playing for one another. They have the right mix right now. And it's just a buzzy time right now. And pit basketball for the first time in so long, and it feels very good. Uh, but I want to talk about the game a little bit. First, folks, I want to let you know about Built Bar, because if you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all that fat and calories, you got to try Built Bar. Folks, listen, you want to eat a little healthier? Built Bar has it, because Built Bar is healthy, but actually tasty. They're so delicious, you won't even think they're good for you. It's perfect for anyone trying to turn around their health status and folks for stars it's all covered in 100 real chocolate real chocolate makes it taste so good and there's unbelievable flavors like churro peanut butter brownie coconut almond and so much more it's only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with 17 grams of protein make sure to check it out at built.com or go to your local walmart or sam's club for more March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. 
Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast as we are continuing to talk about this win over Syracuse. And man, things keep getting better for Pitt. They really do. This game encapsulated a lot of things that made Pitt really good this year and encapsulated a lot of the improvements we've seen make all year. You just look at this team and what they've done. And you can't help but be impressed. First of all, how about the scoring? Just so stretched out. Cummings with 14, Ellie with 19, Burton with 14, Sabani with 10, Fede with 14, Henson with 22, Diaz Graham with five huge, uh, four huge points, 13 massive minutes. I mean, so many good things to talk about in this game. And really, you look at this game, man. Highlight real dunks. Nike Zabandi's dunk was extremely impressive. That could be... It's one of those moments, you know. I've, I've looked at a lot of moments this year, and I said, I don't know if they've had the one signature moment yet. You know, where it's like, oh, all the energy into this season just shifted into that. I think that might be it. And I legitimately believe that. There's something about it, man. It, it's just, I think it could be something you remember for a really long time. There are some of those that just change how you feel about a team. And, and it showcases the change you feel within the team. I think that's a bandy dunk is one of those. But you also just look at how the team played. You know, a sluggish first half, to be quite honest with you, from the field. Uh, and kind of lackadaisical on defense. Like, it wasn't a great defensive first half for them. Um, Syracuse shot the ball really well. They still shot 50% from the field and 56% from three. Uh, Benny Williams had career-high 24. Joe Girard had 19. Jesse Edwards at 17. Like, Judah Mintz did what he needed to do. Like, there was a lot that still didn't go completely right on the offensive, uh, on the defensive end, on the offensive end. They didn't make shots. I thought their ball movement was good, but I thought they're missing one extra pass. And then the second half came and man, the floodgates just opened up, right? Pitt just played their butts off. And what really kept them afloat in that first half when they were struggling to hit a shot, when they couldn't hit a three, I mean, the second half, they scored 62 points, but they only shot 31% from the field in the first half, 24% from three-point, 64% in the second half, 55% from three-point range in the second half. Those are huge splits. But what made this so good is how Pitt weathered their storm. You know, Q's turned the ball over minimally in the first half six times. 
Pitt punished him for it. 11 turnovers. And Pitt didn't turn the ball over much else. Uh, three times they turned it over twice in the second half. So they only turned the ball over five times. But here's the key. First half offensive boards, 12 and 15 second chance points. When you can't buy a bucket, the offensive rebounding will keep you afloat. And that's what happened here for Pitt. Their offensive boards were a huge boon to them. Absolutely massive boon. Jamaris Burton had four offensive boards. So did Fede Federico. Blake Henson had two more. Those were huge for Pitt. Those offensive boards, massive. Just massive. And Blake Henson didn't have a great half. He only shot 3 of 13 from the field. But, you know, Burton didn't either 2-6. I mean, it wasn't a great half for anybody. But Fede Federico had three, uh, went three for three, eight points. Got to the... Got to the glass a few times. I mean, he was really good in the first half. Nike Sabani gave him some really good defensive minutes in that half. And so Pitt really kind of came up in that half and showed out in a big way. And that's what allowed him to win this game. Through the bad times, they went through the storm. We've seen before where they've fallen behind by a steep margin. It's been tough for them to climb out. They've done it before because this offense can't go. And I think people need to understand just how good this offense is uh, when they get going, man. They got guys that can score in bunches and score quick. Like Savannah scored about eight points in about three possessions. And a lot of guys can do it. So you look at this team and a lot of things just encompassed them in this game. And those offensive boards were key. Taking care of the ball was key. And when they turned the ball over, Pitt made them pay because they ran the transition game. That was key. And that's what allowed Pitt to really force Syracuse to kind of go into press and uh, really do a lot of different things that made it a lot tougher for them to do what they wanted to do. It made Syracuse's life very difficult. And Pitt continuously has proven that they can make people's lives difficult, but they haven't been able to do it in this way in a while. This is a new one. We've talked about how they win in different ways. This is a new one for Pitt, but that's really good to see. I want to continue talking about this game on an individual level, but first, folks, let's go to a quick break. All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked on Pit podcast. Let's continue to talk about this game from an individual level. Um, just the kind of contributions of these guys. And I want to talk about one person in particular that I've seen get a little bit of hate, but he probably shouldn't be. Looking at you, Nellie Cummings. You know, Nellie Cummings hasn't been always the most popular guy. And to me, it makes no sense. This is a guy that did just about everything you could ask him. Yes, he's had some rough patches. I understand it. He hasn't been completely steady. It hasn't been a steady road completely. But very rarely is a player going to have a steady road like that. And that's true for Nelly Cummings, too. This dude is averaging nearly nine assists over his last four games. 
He's averaging over four and a half per game for the season. He's done everything you want to from point guard. I keep seeing people say, well, the one thing they still might need is a true point guard. They have it, man. Billy Cummings is that guy. They got it. You want to talk about a good season for Nelly Cummings. Let me just read you his slash line. He's back up to shooting 35% from the three. Remember he was shooting 30% like two weeks ago? Yeah, that's back up. I told you he would have a good regression upwards. It was coming. Well, it, it came. He's been really good in terms of just producing points. 11 per game is a very good number. Even for how small he is, he still has a knack for getting pretty good rebounding numbers. 2.8, he gets some gritty rebounds at times. And you have to really appreciate that. Then he's 90% from the line. I mean, 47 of 52 this year. You take that every day of the week. This guy has been starring every game for this team. It's his hometown school. It's a dream come true. Nelly Cummings has been awesome. And he is a very smart player. 13 assists, a career high. That's up to you, Nelly Cummings. He continues to just play at a high level. Another guy that I've seen people talk about a little bit and be concerned with, Greg Elliott. Um, reportedly had a finger injury. He did, um, but he shook it off after an awful first half in this one. I mean, he was 0 for 5 from field, on field goals, 0 5 to downtown. Well, he was 5 of 6 in the second half, and he finished with 19 points and four free throws. Honestly, three steals, too. I thought his defense over the day got much better. I still think Pitt's defense needs a little bit of work. I don't think it's perfect, but I think they'll have an opportunity here to get right against Notre Dame. Jamaris Burton is such a fun player. 14 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. I mean, come on. Here's the thing that makes Jamaris Burton so much fun. You know, this wasn't one of those games where he was off, but when he's off, when he's not the main scorer, and when he's not this dynamic dude, maybe just is having an off day. He's one of those guys that can impact the game in so many different ways. Whether it's good on-ball defense, whether it's distributing, whether it's being greedy and getting some loose balls and getting on the floor, getting those hard-earned rebounds. He does it in so many different ways. It makes him special. You know, good players can score a bucket nowadays. A lot of people in basketball could score buckets in a lot of different ways. Jamaris Burton can do that. But few of them are as consistent in making impacts on the game in other ways. You know, in a good college player, they can score buckets and can be a go-to score. But in a star college player, they can help you in other different ways. Maybe they don't have everything going. Jamaris Burton has a unique quality to do that. When he's not shooting well, he can do so many different things to help your team. And he's the heart and soul of this team. You know he is as a leader. And he was huge today with four offensive boards and 25 seconds to his points for Pitt, of course, too, in this one, which is huge. And, and so it continues to be huge. And Nelly Cummings... Jamaris Burton and Greg Elliott were the three I really want to talk about out of this one. But just look at some of the three-point percentages 
they've got on this team now. You know, Hinson shooting 38%. Sabandi, 33. Burton, 32. Elliott, 42. Cummings, 35. I mean, these guys are shooting the cover off the ball right now. They're playing at such a high level. And it's been really fun to watch them play. You know, 4.7 assists for Cummings, 4.3 assists for Burton. I love seeing that. And the assist-to-turnover ratio for Cummings is up to 2.2. That's really good. That's really good for this team. Burton's our best offensive rebounder, too. 1.2 per game. Take that from your guard. When Federico has another three, yeah, you'll take that. This team is just fun, fun, fun. Blake Henson's a ton of fun, too, of course. He shot an absurd 17 threes uh, in this one. You're not going to see many guys do that at the college level, but Henson, you know, he got a little overzealous at times. He took some bad shots, but he's a guy that you kind of just let go because he can get hot and score in bunches. He can change the game in, in so many different ways. You know, he didn't have a good first half. I thought he was really bad offensively and defensively for that matter. But he was really good in the second half and just kind of clicked it back into nature. I'll tell you what else. Guillermo Diaz-Graham in this game was awesome. You know, Fede Federico got into some foul trouble in the second half when he picked up his fourth foul with a little over 10 minutes left. And Guillermo Diaz-Graham gave up great minutes. He had some awesome assists, some awesome passes, Finished at the rack when he needed to. Uh, had an awesome dunk. Gave him some really good rebounds. Two key blocks. He was awesome in this game. When they needed a few minutes because Fede was going to be on the bench, he gave them to him. He gave it to them, and, and he did it at a high level. Everything you need to see from Guillermo Diaz-Graham was on display in this one. And then Nike Sabani, a supercharged player that just brings it when you need it to. And when you need him to be that charge guy, he can. And when you need him to be that special type of game changer, he can be. That's a rare player, man. You don't always get that with guys like Nike Sabandi. But Pitt did get it with him, and they've got a really nice team here. And this is an awesome win here for the Panthers. All right, folks. Pit on the NCAA tournament. Are they locked yet? Let's talk about that tomorrow on that episode of Locked on Pit. And as always, folks, thank you for listening. And as always, hail to Pit.